From Levon? Yeah, uh, yeah. Tell well, go ahead and tell them. So, uh, neighborhood like near where I live has like this day where everyone can throw out all their garbage, no questions asked, and like the garbage men will take it no matter what. I don't remember what they call it, but basically, like it's like garage sales for free, and people will throw out like TVs. You have to get there before like the scrappers get there because if there's electronics, scrappers will like cut the cords off of them just to like burn the plastic out and, like, get the copper out of wires and stuff. Like, But anyhow, there was a kitchen table sitting there, and Levon had just bought his house. So we're like, oh, let's pick up this kitchen table for, like, Levon's house. And so we did. And I don't, I don't remember if we, like, even told him or if we just surprised dropped it off one day. Yeah. But he ended up with this kitchen table, and it has been sitting on his porch ever since. Probably eight. Yeah, is it really eight uh, years? Seven. Good on seven. How long have you owned the house for? I since 2013. Wow. It's hard uh, to believe. No, I don't know. Did I get it the first year I got my house? Yeah. I, I mean, it was, so, yeah. It was, was, pretty, it was like that summer or spring or something. So, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this good. kitchen table, his, his like, porch table, we're not going inside because it's quarantine. We can keep a good distance outside. Like, on a porch is far enough away from each other. Yeah. Like, we're not going, like, hanging out in my apartment, which is tiny. We're out in BFE here, too. So. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's where this table came from. It's yeah. pretty worn. I've been waiting to ask you a question, too. Um, is that a dog? <laughs> you done? You're looking at me like, that was the name of that show that you made oh, me look at. Oh, yes, yes. See, now you're... No, it's called, wait, that's a dog? Yeah. Yeah, this is a um, <laughs> welcome to the world of daytime TV oh, shows. So I work evenings now. So when I, like... I'm used to waking up, going directly to work, coming home, watching TV at night, and then going to bed. Now, I wake up, watch TV before going to work, and go home and go directly to bed. And the TV between, like, the TV on during the day and the TV at night are two completely oh, different things. I'm going to I'm going to go on a little rant real quick on that cuz I used to I used to love watching these stupid shows. Well, most of them I I used to watch uh Regis and Kathy or Regis and Kelly. Yeah. Some of it. But daytime TV show changes between about 9 in the morning about 10 in the morning till like 2 in the afternoon. A couple of them channels have the most evil sadistic shows. It's all for cuz who's home? Kids are at school. Usually the you know Husband, there's ain't how many stay-at-home husbands are there? Not many. It's for stay-at-home housewives, and it is all these these shows are all about like empowering them, what they deserve. You know, when your husband comes home, he 
you shouldn't have to have dinner ready. He should come home and cook dinner for you. You know, what? it's all about, like, what your husband, what you're owed. Don't feel guilty about being a stay-at-home mom. Be powerful. And it's just, oh, that shit used to, It went from being entertaining, like, pissing me off. And I used to learn to, like, don't watch TV. Don't, well, you change a channel. There's other channels. But a couple of them shows are poison. I don't know if they're still like that or not. But they need to be in fucking jail for putting this stuff on there. Well, I'm, like, brand new to the game of daytime yeah. television. And what I normally do is I just play Call of Duty. I wake up and I play, like... Well, I get stuff done. It's been miserable, like, weather, so I haven't really been able to, like, go out on a run or, like, a walk or anything. I just swallowed a beetle in my beer, too. Continue. Uh, It was Paul McCartney. (laughs) It hasn't been nice out, so, like, I haven't been able to go outside and, like, exercise. So I've just been, like, playing Call of Duty. But also, like, there's only so much Call of Duty you can play. And I really, I wake up around 9 o'clock. Like, I go to bed around 1 and I, I uh, wake up around 9, so I still get, like, eight hours of sleep in. And I make breakfast. I clean up the kitchen. And, like, if I can find a chore to do, I'll do a chore. Brooke will, like, say that's not true. But it's kind of <laughs> true. Uh, it's not true. <laughs> but then I'll, like, I'll see what's on TV. And I've just recently discovered TLC, that channel, I don't know how they find some of these shows to make up. The one, the one was uh, Extreme Time Cheaters, <laughs> and so like I'm channel surfing and I see this show and I, well that sounds really dumb. I can't like not give it three minutes of of my day. It's about people who are really good at saving time. So they like this one lady, she like. She does, like, computer work from the shower. That way she can shower and get work done at the same time. And That's genius. She has, like, her her coffee pot is in the bathroom. So she can make coffee while she gets a shower. Like, drink coffee in the shower in the morning. Like, get a few things done at once. And she grows her fingernails really long. That way she never has to wash utensils. She can just get, like, cans of peaches and pick peaches out of cans while she's driving. And that's like what she eats. She eats while she's driving and she doesn't use forks. She uses her fingernails. That is really stupid. Insanely dumb. What a, I just think, like, what a boring show. Too. Oh, like, it's so stupid. Well, I guess, well, that, uh, we might as well, I guess we got to explain yeah. the, wait, that's a dog <laughs> wait, that's show. A dog. So, like, Paul texted me one day, check out this channel. And it's just rich housewives have nothing better to do with their lives than spend their husband's money. They dress their dogs up. They don't dress them up. Well, they do some dressing, but it's trimming the dog's hairs. A lot of it's to look like other animals. So there's a dog that's trimmed to look like a lion. There was one that was like, what, a giraffe theme There was a something? camel. I don't yeah, know. There was, there was a, a camel. Gi- yeah. They just, it's a contest. And there's, you know, other people get paid a ton of money to judge what, you know, one of these dogs is the best looking dog. It's insane. And the, like. It's not a dog show. The it's groomers. A, the groomers, like. The dogs have an outfit, and the groomers also have an outfit. Yeah. So they do like the same thing, and like these are these groomers are not people who should be wearing belly shirts, and yet they are like yeah, they're gross. so gross. It's so it was like the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I can't and wait for the next episode. I watched it. Yeah. And I've been, to, that's what I've been doing. I think like around around noon on TLC is like when they play like the worst of what they have, and I've been looking for like. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Wow. That that channel though. 
I think yeah. that's where my 600-pound life comes there used from. To, yeah, there was shows called, uh, there was one called My Dog Ate What? Yeah, yeah. There's I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant was a show. Yeah. You know, st- <clears throat> just stupid shit. I could not believe. I couldn't believe that was a show. But I don't know if they have more episodes or if it was like, I think there's also specials. Like, those are specials yeah, that we've watched. Probably. Yeah, right. so you might be wondering from the, if you heard the last episode, what the fuck happened to the beer tasting challenge? Well, the thing is, we're still doing it. So, yeah. It's still the same day. So we're on to beer number seven now. We got two, what, two more left? Yeah, so we got two more left. We're gonna, by the end of this episode, you will hear how little we know about beer. In a moment, the results of that trial. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, so we're doing that. The other thing we're going to do this episode is I have... At work, and before you ask, before I even say it, no, I didn't read this on the toilet, but it's a book called Uncle John's Bathroom Reader, and there's a bunch of different versions of it, but it's just stupid, useless facts, and they're basically just to kill time while you're killing a toilet, <laughs> but uh, some of them were noteworthy, and I have them here to read for you, and then after that, we have the Amazon reviews for the f- sugar-free Habaro gummy bears. Oh. And if you've never heard these before and you're asking, why the hell do I want to listen to these? Because they are really funny. They're funny. But uh, I don't want to, let's not even tease it that much. Yeah. Let's not tease for like yeah. why they're funny. Uh, <laughs> what else was there? There was something else I wanted to tell you about. Oh, okay. So we're at beer seven. I wrote down what I think it is. And now I'm down to one more beer and I'm really worried this last beer won't taste good. Yeah, we're going to drink. I had an idea of what. How do you think you're doing on this? Like, with confidence, what do you think you have right? Pretty much nothing. I don't have... Um, I think I have so number four right. I, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah, we're still doing this. And, uh, all right. Let's... Fuck it. Let's start reading. So... Hey, before we start reading, I just want to say, I miss hockey so Oh, my much. God. I, I've been thinking... I, I'm going to be so out of shape, I don't even think I can play. I don't have uh, any idea how I come back from this. I don't either. I've been so bad. The only thing I'm hoping is that everyone else is just as fat and, like, saggy as me. Last night, after I smoked, I ate... <laughs> I ate six pieces of pizza and... and uh, Six pieces of pizza and eight chicken wings. Last night after I smoked. <laughs> yeah. What a depressing, like, oh, oh I know. this guy I needs just... to find Jesus. We, uh, yeah, it's, I ate pizza. It I, is torture. I made like three or four pizzas yesterday and I have had nothing to do but eat food. I know. And I, like, that's all I do anyway. And now that's we what I've been doing all winter. We didn't eat four pizzas yesterday though. We just made four of them. Yeah. And then like a bunch is in the fridge. Yeah. Where's mine? Even though I got some in hey, there. did you give us any from Mel's? It doesn't work. Oh, yeah, that what was way. your Mel's pizza? Hey, let's let's plug Mel's. Let's give Mel's a plug. Mel's makes great pizza, and they're like a staple of the Catanic area. Yeah. They're like good people, and they make really good food. Totally worth like once everything opens up, go to Mel's. I'm pretty sure everyone. There. I know everyone knows, knows Mel's already, but yeah. still, like, yeah, if you're not people, from around here, you always find somebody there that you know, like a good person. Or Mel, bad people. Mel's is the only bar that years ago they let me do a beer suicide where the bartender uh, poured a little bit of each beer on tap. I thought it was a fart. I did too. <laughs> well, sometimes this sounds like the cows across the street too. But um, I hope that made it. I don't think that would make. Yeah, it sound but uh, like it yeah, they let me do a beer suicide, and I, I remember it actually was. It, I swear to like everyone's gonna be like, 
you're going to say it's good, aren't you? But I swear it was actually pretty good. It just, you know, it was a little bit of each. I think it was pretty, like, pretty much equal. There wasn't a bunch of IPAs and shit at the time, so it was, like, yeah. a lot of what we're drinking already. Ugh. And there was enough. It ended up being, like, perfect amber color and really good. But, um, yeah, smells as good. I got the, I got a garlic pizza, and then I got garlic and butter wings. Nice. I went, I'm just all out garlic. Why not? Like, fuck it. My car still smells like garlic. It still smells delicious. So there's that. But, uh, all right. This is actually a good bit of reading here. I'm going to read the whole page front and back. So this is, this ties in what we're talking about today a little bit. This is called Terror in Toilet Town. One night in October 2007 in West Scranton, Pennsylvania. Dawn Herb was at home when her toilet started overflowing. As she tried to unclog it and clean up the mess, she let out a uh, she let out a stream of body curse words. Herb's neighbor, off uh, an off-duty police officer, Patrick Tillman, stuck his head out the window and told her to shut the fuck up. Not true, says Tillman. He simply told her to stop swearing, and Herb told him to fuck off. In any case, Officer Tillman called in some fe- fellow police officers, and Herb was arrested for swearing inside her own house. She was told that she faced up to $300 in fines and 90 days in jail for disorderly conduct. But at the hearing, the judge ordered the charges be dropped, ruling that swearing at a toilet in your own house was not illegal. Afterward, Herb sued the city of West Scranton for improper arrest, and they ended up awarding her 19 grand plus her legal fees to settle. And hopefully she got a new toilet. All right, so that was the first toilet terror and toilet town thing. Scranton, what? The Electric City. Uh, I think they get funnier with this, if I remember right. So this one's called, this episode's called Out with the Train Water. In October 2009, a crowded train was rolling through the countryside of West Bengal, India. A pregnant passenger, Rinku Wa, felt a sudden pang that she thought might be a labor pain. She left her husband, Bola, in his seat, went to the restroom, and had her baby. In the cramped restroom and in an awkward position, Wa had trouble grasping the slippery newborn and dropped it straight down the toilet into the tracks below. Holy fuck. She ran out of the toilet screaming for help, dashed to the closest exit, and jumped off the moving train. Quick-thinking passengers pulled emergency cords stopping the train and allowing Wa and her husband to retrieve the baby... Mother and child were taken to a hospital, and amazingly, both of them were fine. So she dropped the fucking kid through the toilet, like under the train, onto the tracks. <laughs> so wow. train train toilets just go right on the, the ground? Uh, in India, apparently. Oh, yeah. India's different, though. Yeah. <sighs> okay. According to, not Million Dollar Baby, what's that movie about, like, <laughs> it's not Million Dollar Baby, but it's something, like, who wants to be a millionaire of India? Popular movie, Slumdog Millionaire. Oh. Slumdog I was Millionaire. Say the one of, uh, I knew it wasn't. What was the one of Eddie, Mur- or Eddie Murphy? Was like Coming the Prince of Africa or something? Yeah. This was uh, Slumdog Millionaire. According to that movie, and according to like most other things of India, right. they're like they just don't know what to do with their poop. They're a nuclear world power. This just the pooping into like holes though. Why do we? Why? I don't know. I hate to think like our way of pooping is the best. I wish I wish the bidet was more accepted by American culture. I would love to get a bidet 
But I oh, that's like the yeah, that's like the thing that like squirts water at you. So you don't use toilet paper, or like very like the only reason to use toilet paper is to like pat yourself dry. You don't have to like actually wipe with toilet no. paper. That would be a like. Uh-huh. Why isn't that a thing? Why I don't? Wouldn't that be nice? Do we like probably, do American just, men consider that gay? To do what? To get what? Like a the, bidet? Yeah. Is that like a like? It's oh, like just, I'd rather wipe my butt. It's just a lot of pl- it's just a lot of extra plumbing and shit too. I don't think it's and that I, much. I honestly don't. I think if there's much enough pressure to splash the shit off of your asshole, it could like put it up into your. You know, I don't know. I don't know. To me, it doesn't sound that effective. But oh, it, it sounds, sounds like amazing it could cause to me. more. It sounds amazing to it me. Sounds like it could splash poop water like up onto your balls and stuff. I'm sure it doesn't. I'm sure it doesn't. I mean, it, I'd love to. Exp- I, I mean, it. it I'd love do, to do try one. Somewhere. People have them here. Just, I'd love to have one. I'd love to cheap. have access. Yeah, to it, one. I mean, it just takes some engineering and some a lot of plumbing and shit to. Right, I'm going to read one more here. Can I I'll, interrupt to say some kind of breaking news here? New York Post and a few other like credible websites are saying that Kim Jong Un, um, the North Korea president, he's reportedly dead after cool. he had a botched heart surgery. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Paul, well then you read. That's what it says. You have, um, I have some of these Kim Jong Un things here. Oh yeah. <laughs> no way! Yeah. yeah. I knew he had some there. He has his toilet reader. Are you kidding me? I'm. I'm for real. I wouldn't have interrupted to just uh. Make something up. Wow. I didn't know Dude, they, they, I hope they have someone like twice as tyrannical. Just keep. Oh, why would you I hope, hope they, that? These hope, poor, the poor people of North Korea. Because it's funny. It's not funny. These are people who are like. Not if you're they, North Korean. But if you're South Korean, you'll love it. I don't think so. I don't know if. The, well, I don't I know. Don't know. I don't know. Well, the late Kim Jong Un once played a round of golf and he had 11 holes in one. On his first game he ever played, his final score was 38 under. <laughs> the unbelievable game took place in 1994. I guess this must have been ill. It would have been the day, yeah. In '94, that would have been ill. Uh, a game took place in 1994 when Kim played around at the country's newest golf course in Pyongyang. Every single one of Kim's 17 bodyguards swore that his version of the events was accurate. Kim submitted his accomplishments to Guinness World Records, but so far, they've failed to officially recognize it. Hey, and if Kim Jong-un really is dead, that, like, really changes things. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. Hopefully for the better. Yeah, death to tyrants. But not for golf. (laughs) I'm happy with my beers now. I was glad this one didn't taste like something I thought it might I think I have. I think I did okay on the on the the back nine here. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this one real quick. Okay, this one's called "That's Cold." One day in July 2008, Martin Berber, whatever, of Aust, of the Austrian city of Eisenhardt, was sitting on a toilet in his apartment. Everything was fine until Barber was blasted off the toilet by huge hailstones that came shooting out of it. He says, I heard the pipes rumbling a bit, and suddenly hailstones the size of golf balls started exploding out of the toilet like it was a popcorn machine. The ice balls eventually covered the bathroom floor, then the entire apartment. The same thing, it turned out, was happening all over the building. Wow. The region had been recently struck by an unusually high temperatures, followed by a sudden cold snap which resulted in violent hailstorms. 
City officials said the hailstones clogged the local drain systems, and a heavy rain followed, and then pressure in a sewer system built up. The hailstones had to go somewhere, so they started flying out of the toilets, and Barbara and other residents demanded that the city pay for the extensive damage the toilet stones had caused their apartments. Doesn't say if they ever did or not. You should see the way Levon says that guy's last name. It looks like he has a stroke every time he says Barber. <laughs> His like lips go off to the right. I know it's like a French. No, it's just I'm funny done to trying see. to pronounce. Barber. Yeah, I give up trying to pronounce French. You have words. numbness in any of your limbs. Yeah, it's not the one I need. So my tongue. It's a stroke joke. I was asking about strokes. All right, Levon, you're not using your tongue for anything. Oh, look at my stomach and tell me otherwise. <laughs> I eat. All day, every day with his tongue. Are we taking commercial break and then go into the what are what are we doing yeah. now? Yeah, let's go to commercial break. I just asked. Take us I out, Paul. Swing. It's time for commercial break. Boy band. Gross. Come on, come on, turbo, turbo. Mm, no, not again. Crap. Well, there goes another TV. Are you or another person in your household a constant threat of throwing video game controllers at the TV screens? Oftentimes cracking or even breaking them outright? Not only does the habit place a huge mental and physical toll on the family, but also on the budget as well. Hi, my name is Tyler Tarr, and I have the perfect solution for you. Go to your nearest convenience store and purchase the Sore Loser Screensaver. Available in any size for any make and model of television, the Sore Loser Screensaver has the toughness to handle even professional baseball pitcher velocity of controller throws. With such crystal clear clarity, you won't even notice it's there. All at an affordable price that's hundreds or even thousands of dollars cheaper than a new TV set. So go ahead and get in the game and be victorious in your house whether you win or lose yeah do you crave a cigarette with a bit more muscle a bit more flavor a cigarette that says no thank you to the pansy ass leading brands then you sir have been craving a stud cigarette with a strong bold flavor for a strong bold man Each cigarette is hand-rolled with whiskey barrel-aged papers and filled with only the finest Texas-grown tobacco. One cent from a stud cigarette will get the ladies' panties sopping wet. So good thing each pack comes with a Magnum extra-large condom made exclusively for studs. Made in a rugged land for a rugged man. Smoke studs and enjoy the best cigarette money can buy. As we all know, giant squids make for great pets. As smart as a dolphin and as loyal as a sea lion, they just can't be beat when it comes to saltwater companionship. But just like the best of us, their joyous enthusiasm sometimes gets the better of them. Or maybe their predatory instinct can't always be contained. Either way, to avoid problems with your cephalopod, call Mandible County Squid Insurance at 1-800-SQUIDS with an exclamation mark. That's 1-800-SQUIDS with an exclamation mark. Don't forget that. Maybe your squid scares a scuba diver and causes a heart attack. Or maybe it gets a tentacle caught in a boat prop. 
or even if it's getting the blame for the disappearance of local swimmers, we cover all these situations and much, much more. So act now and avoid getting dragged deep, deep down into debt. That's 1-800-SQUIDS with an exclamation mark for a free quote and show Bubbles how much you love him by protecting him and your family right now. Call Mandible County Squid Insurance. Once again, at 1-800-SQUIDS. And we're back. All right, so just finished up the last beer of the challenge. Are you guys done? We are done. Yeah, All I'm right. Done. I am. Are we, are we can't say I'm confident, but... Turn in your papers. I think you can read a book. Stay yeah. quiet until everybody else is done. How pathetic. I, I'm not going to say anything. All I'm right. going to say I already no. checked. So I'm going to start reading these yeah. things because we Bef- have to. Before we get our results from our test, we're going to read off our sugar-free gummy bear reviews from Amazon. Yeah. I'll start with this one. This one's called, the title is Diarrhea While Driving. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you start it. <laughs> All right. One of our beloved... <laughs> Right, well, well let, get it out of your system. Gonna... I knew it was going to be funny. I just, I forgot. Listen up. Forgot. My best friend just died last night. So if I can hold Kim it together, so can you. Oh, man. All right. This is diarrhea while driving. You got to hold your shit together here, Paul. I'm pulling the microphone away from me. All right. One of one of our beloved physicians brought a bag of gummy <laughs> shit. Now I'm laughing. Brought a bag of gummy bears to work to share with the staff one night. One night shift, not realizing they were the famous dreaded sugar-free gummies. Multiple staff throughout the shift grabbed a handful of gummies while passing by, and each have their own near-miss stories. But this is mine. So this guy says, the next morning I have to run an errand about an hour. <laughs> Don't read before. You're gonna... I'm reading. Okay. I can't. I got to read it so I know what to prepare myself the next for. Mo- <laughs> I'm laughing because you're... The next morning, I have to run an errand about an hour and a half from my house. On a drive home down a curvy back country road, my stomach suddenly begins to cramp, and I feel the immediate urge to empty my bowels. Frantic. As I realize I'm not going to make it home, I start searching for a place to pull over. The end of a gated logging road, perhaps? I'm speeding along, arching my back, practicing llama's, llama's breathing? Llama's? Lamas. Oh, Lamas. Practicing Lamas breathing techniques, anything to stall the inevitable. I pass the first turnoff that has a sheriff's car parked at the end and keep searching with sweat pouring down my forehead and bubbling noises in my guts that drown out the heavy metal on the stereo. <laughs> Finally, I spot the end of a brushy trail and whip my truck sideways, <laughs> thrusting the driver's side door open and leaping from the seat to scurry around to the other side. I turn around with fingers and waistband about to drop trowel and look up to my horror, realizing it is indeed the end of a driveway and the folks outside are staring down toward me, probably wondering what this crazed individual is about to do. For several moments, I seriously considered just completing the task and running away, but couldn't imagine my parents seeing the cell phone video of myself on social media later in the day. 
So I scurried back around the truck, and halfway there, my ability to hold back the hot lava flow of liquid stool from from making a hasty exit out of my spasming rectum was lost. And I crapped my pants right there on the side of the road, standing next to my truck. My bowels cramped up and expelled every drop of liquid from my body. At that point, I'm now standing there with leggings full of hot liquid stool running (laughs) running into my shoes and debating on what the next best course of action should be. Of course, I have no extra clothes or any towels in my truck. What do I do? Do I call someone? Do I drive home the remaining (laughs) 20 minutes? After a few moments of self-reflection, I decided to strip off my shirt and lay them on the seat of my truck and get inside. It was a rather uncomfortable drive home with the windows all down and skin burning on the backs of my legs and buttocks. Oh, that's rough. It was one of the longest 20-minute periods of time I've ever experienced in my life. I alternated between crying and laughing at the situation <laughs> and checking the speedometer like a paranoid drunk, thinking I can't possibly get pulled over right now because what would I say? Yes, officer, I crap my pants. That's what the smell is. Tears streaming down my face, I finally arrived home, screeching to a halt in the driveway in front of the open automatic garage door I triggered as I was drifting the curve into my home, or onto my road. Holding the bottoms of my pant legs closed tight, I awkwardly stagger into my house and immediately into the shower fully clothed. <sighs> okay, that was the longest story here, but that was that one. Is it? Yeah. Should Your I? turn. <laughs> okay. I want to read my first one, and I was having, like... I was having a really hard time keeping myself together because I was trying to read through this one first while you were reading yours. Because if I don't, like, mentally prepare myself for it, I'm going to break during mine. Go ahead. The title of this review is A Delicious Treat That Should Be Enjoyed Only After the Following Preparations Have Been Made. One, make sure it's Friday and cancel all weekend plans for good measure... Go ahead and call in for Monday. Call the city and make sure your water bill is paid in full. That's two. Number three, visit your local hardware store and purchase a sink attachment for your garden hose (laughs) as toilet paper will quickly become too painful to bear. Four, give advance notice to family members, roommates, and neighbors Unless you're try- you're keen on trying to give birth to a crush. <laughs> keen on trying to give birth to a crushed watermelon while convincing your local SWAT team that both the screaming and demonic noises are from you and a dynamic entry would only bring more needless suffering. Five. Redo your restroom in motivational pictures. <laughs> Ones with slogans like courage is fear hanging on, hanging on one minute longer. The only easy day was yesterday, etc. I also advise posting up the suicide prevention hotline number or having a dedicated friend or other support group to walk you through the low times. Lastly, I must strongly urge you to consider why you are thinking of buying this product. Is it a sense of deep self-loathing? A reckless sense of adventure? Are you researching dysentery? Perhaps you are the drill sergeant of some extreme commando unit seeking to break down the enemy's will to fight by airdropping these into their midst. 
If you are just curious, then let me say, oh, fellow human, beware, for this is da- this life is dangerous enough. Next time I want a thrill, I'll skydive without a parachute. That way, at least I'll have a chance. I feel like I stopped too many times through it. That's it wasn't fine. as funny through it. Well, here's another. Get ready to read more because this one's going to be quick. Okay. This one's called <laughs> Hide from Pets. <laughs> <laughs> These little bears get five stars because they taste so good. (laughs) So good that my precious indoor boxer, Lucy, who's white with black polka dots, was chocolate brown like a chocolate lab (laughs) once we returned home due to the consumption of these edible beasts. There were poop piles left everywhere, and she looked as though she bathed in them upon inspection. From the walls to the splattered mess in our furniture, I damn near slipped on our hardwood floors upon entering our charming, stinking home. Oh, no. Word of advice. Make sure to keep out of reach from your gummy bear-loving, not to mention potty-trained pooches. All right? That's the end of that one. So if you haven't figured it out, apparently the sugar-free gummy bears are, like, the most painful, like, strongest laxative ever made. And... A few years ago, I don't remember how, like, somewhere this got, like, discovered, and people on Amazon have left the most, like, colorful reviews of these. And some of them, they're so friggin' funny. It had to have been, like, a contest who could leave the worst I don't know. I don't know. This is, like, one of the first internet things that I, like... I know I personally didn't just randomly discover this. Somebody had to have told me about it. They're so well written. Yeah. All right. I have my sheet here. The one I'm going to read is called Rainbow Colored Fun. There comes a time in one's life when they ask a simple question. Why? I asked myself that question one week ago this very night. Why did I not read the reviews before ordering these gummy seeds of Satan? What started out as nothing more than me ordering something to munch on while watching the football games turned into two days of intestinal terrorism. I sat down on a Sunday afternoon with my bag of gummy bears to watch the Giants game. Kicked up my feet, sat back, and started popping these bad boys three or four at a time. Everything started out okay at first. The Giants had a lead. I was enjoying my relaxing Sunday, and that's when trouble started. Eli Manning fumbled, and I felt the first rumble in my stomach. Nothing dawned on me at that time, but if I could only go back and warn my unsuspecting soul of what was yet to come. It was a close game the entire second half until that fatal moment. There would be no comeback or Giants victory today. Eli threw an interception that was returned for a game-winning touchdown, and I yelled out, Oh, no, for two reasons that day. Soon, as the defender crossed the goal line for the score, Blammo! The dastardly bears of gumminess had conquered my digestive tract and weren't taking any prisoners. The next three hours of my life were a blur of mixed emotions. Crying, moaning, numbness in both my legs from sitting on a toilet for that long and also in my heart for what was once a childhood joy, now an adulthood horror. Who would have thunk that rainbow-colored gummy bears could manifest itself into such an evil of multiple brown rag dolls left floating in a porcelain bowl, needing to be flushed away in all urgency so as to not leave a reminder of that day? 
Gummy bears, you are no longer a friend of mine. No, you are not. <laughs> All right. This is about this will be my last one. All right. This one's titled Get to Know Your Bathroom. I am a man that is known for his steel stomach. Rather, I was a man <laughs> that was known for his steel stomach. These bears, these little destroyers of the peace, brought me to my knees. Like little Ewoks, they <laughs> battled my colon. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours after ingesting them, my stomach began to speak. It started out as a low growl and quickly grew to sound like an idling motorboat. What happened next was fate. We were called to a meeting, a mandatory meeting. I was able to sit and squirm, but only for so long. Code Brown was in effect. <laughs> Code Brown. As I politely excused myself and did a half walk, half shuffle, the prairie dog was poking its little head out. <laughs> I could feel my rectum expanding as gas forced the contents of my stomach downwards. I, sh- I shuffle skipped at a rapid pace towards the nearest toilet. I was told later that I looked like a three-legged dog attempting to run. <laughs> as I neared the porcelain, my sweet redemption, the prairie dog was emerging. Before I could get my pants to my knees, mud butt had arrived. <laughs> Mud what? Mud butt. <laughs> Mud butt. Mud butt had arrived. <laughs> it sounded like shooting an automatic shotgun into a five-gallon bucket of water. But it felt like shooting water out of a cannon. The force behind the poop was nothing short of impressive. As quickly as it happened, it went away, but not for long. In between bathroom sessions, there have been four so far. I have been firing off shots at will. This was fun. Even funny at first. Not anymore. <laughs> my third rectal discharge was like... <laughs> my third rectal discharge was like throwing soup out of a jet at 10,000 feet. The fourth was similar. Surprisingly, there isn't much a need for toilet paper. Grab a warm, wet rag instead. The poop water comes out at such a velocity that the rag is needed to clean your cheeks of the bull water blowback. In conclusion... The only reason to purchase these little devils would be to gift them to a friend that you owe. My advice, never trust a fart. That's a good story. That was a very good story. All right. So, can we go to uh, the results of our beer test? Hey, can we have our our tests back? No, because I need to read off what you guys have, too. Well, we'll read it off. Can we read it off? You tell us what the right answer is, and we'll say what we did. Well, I marked what was wrong on yours, both of you. Like a fucking test. She would have. Like a real. She would have. So yeah, I mean, you can. I'd like to see. I'd like to see them. Don't tell each other what your score is yet. All right. We'll go over them together as a class. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) All right. So let's start with number one. Levon, what did you say the beer was? Budweiser. Paul. I said Coors Banquet. The correct answer is Coors Light. Ah. Number two. Paul, what did you say? I said Bush. Levon? I said Keystone Light. Keystone Light. Ah, Keystone was my second guess. One I point had it for Bush Levon. Keystone. Well, it wasn't your first guess, so. I know. I got it wrong. <laughs> so, Levon has one. Paul has zero. Number three. What did you say, Paul? I said Miller High Life. Levon? That's what I said. It was Budweiser. Oh. Number four. Levon, what did you say? Coors. Paul? 
Budweiser. It was Bush. I don't remember Bush being that sweet. Number five, Levon. Uh, that's what I had, Bush. Paul? I had Keystone. Coors Banquet. Number six. <laughs> Coors Banquet is my default, too, so that's especially yeah. sad. I had Michelob Ultra. Paul? I had Bud Light. It was Miller High Life. Number seven. I had Coors Light. That's what I had. Michelob Ultra. Oh, I was between. Those two are so similar, Dang too. Dang it, that's I mixed these tough. two up. That sucks. That was where I... If I would have got these two right, two, I would have... I think it was those two beers were like identical. I couldn't... Fuck. Number eight, the last one. I already I, said what I got wrong. Yeah, I knew... I put Michelob Ultra for number eight. Number eight was Bud Light. I had Bud Light. So, Levon no. got two. Paul got zero. I didn't get any right. <laughs> I won. I didn't get any right. Two out of Paul, eight I was ain't really exactly surprised victory. with the um, Coors Banquet. Ah, I, th- I thought for sure... I thought for sure I would, be, like, I would have like known the taste of Bush. Right I was surprised years. how many tasted the same. Yeah. I was surprised how a many tasted like Coors Banquet. A lot of do taste the same, especially when you're drinking them all when together. I, what was number six? Number six was Miller High Life. You know That's what? The I one didn't have any oyster crackers. The number six. Like that was why. <laughs> six got me questioning Swirl shit. Some water I was in like, your glass in between. Yeah, I did. Uh, at one point, I did put water in it and, and dump the water out. But, uh. No, I didn't. So such what, a t- is, what are we saying that the winner gets? Does the winner we have to buy a loser? What was beer number? What? Co- what number was Coors Original? There's no Coors Original. Coors There's Banquet. Coors Banquet. Coors Banquet. Yeah, well, Coors Banquet's, it's Coors Original. It's Coors, yeah. Number yeah, it's like, five. But, um, five. See, I had I Keystone thought, for it. I thought for sure it was number four. I thought like, huh. oh well. And also, there's eight open beers in your fridge now. That's. <laughs> I'm gonna drink them and just. I might even, if you go golf, I might even pour some into a... Something Suicide. Well, I have a growler, like... Hey, what do you do? But, uh, all right. Yeah, do we have... Do we have any more of these to read? Yeah, I have some. All right. This one is entitled, Help Me. I thought the things that people said about sugar-free gummies were exaggerated. What a fool I was. I write this in the hopes that future generations will break the cycle and never have to live through what happened to me in the harrowing hours that were to come. That night, I lay awake in bed, sweating, farting profusely, and unable to sleep because I had to run to the bathroom every few minutes. The stench was incomparable to anything I had ever smelled before. It was like being anally raped in reverse. To pass the time, I read articles about Hiroshima and Nagasaki on Wikipedia. Perhaps I felt a kinship with the victims of the attacks because it was like a nuclear bomb had gone off in my bowels. If regular diarrhea is fat man and little boy, the effects of these villainous bears on my anus was Tsar Bomba. At one point, I recalled, recalled Marlon Brando's monologue from Apocalypse Now, and suddenly... I understood everything. If I saw my worst enemy approaching a bowl of these, I would dive in front of it to save them from the horror of what I experienced on that black day. Woe betide anyone who fails to heed my warnings. It was okay. It wasn't yeah. as much like poop description. It was more oh, like poetry. Okay. <laughs> this one's called, Mmm, Smells Like Hell. <laughs> This was the day that my life changed. I bought a bag of these delicious Satan snacks, and they took me back to the past. 
It took me back to the day Pompeii erupted. <laughs> Instead of lava, there was hot brown liquid feces exploding out of what could be <laughs> the black pit of hell. I was sitting on my toilet, sweaty as fuck. It felt like I was in a sauna after drinking veggie-free kombucha while being punched in the gut by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> the worst part was I didn't have any toilet paper. I questioned myself if I should use my dog to while, while away my sweaty crack of hell. I think that's what he meant to say. But I'd rather shoot him before I put him through that hell-like place. All in all, 10 out of 10, great gift. Would buy again. Yeah, five stars. St- oh, stand by for jet propulsion. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and read this next one. Okay. Did you hear that sonic boom? Yeah, eat if you dare. I was here writing this review at 4 a.m. from my porcelain throne, a fixture you will become all too familiar with if you choose to eat these cute little bears from the pits of hell. I had to eat a pound of these little bastards after Man City must have thought they were playing American football the other week and lost to a team of Arsenal scrubs. They were a bit chewy, but overall appeared to be nothing more than your average gummy bear. After about two hours with little more than some mild stomach cramps, feeling like one would expect from eating a pound of any candy, I began to wonder if I'd gotten some duds. Like the slow buildup of a Martin Scorsese film, however, those bears were waiting for their baptism scene to destroy my insides. It started with the cramping very akin to doing a thousand crunches and then being forced to hold the thousand and first crunch indefinitely. (laughs) Then came the initial run. Fucking mowers. Then came the initial run, which opened the proverbial floodgates. I'm over 30, and I'm beginning to wonder if these bears know that and want to send me back to the can for each year I've been on this earth to make me wonder why I've ever been born. In between gastrointestinal bouts of pressure washing the inside of my toilet from my anus, I lay in bed feeling as if someone were to punch me in the stomach. I'd explode, turning the walls of my bedroom into a soiled Jackson Pollock rendition. <laughs> to give you an idea, I'd spent 50 bucks ordering a UFC pay-per-view only to willingly miss the last two to three fights on the main card because <laughs> I didn't want to stray too far from my master bathroom. Thankfully for me and my marriage, fearing what might be coming, I convinced my wife to spend the evening at my sister-in-law's because, trust me, fellas, nothing will be gained from your significant other experiencing this with you. I'm no longer in pain, but I'm still having to make trips back to my master bathroom on a regular basis. Eat these if you dare, but be forewarned. They are not to be trifled with unless you want your toilet to be a staging ground for repeat fecal rehearsals of the Red Wedding from Game of Thrones. All right. I think that's it. I think that's good. I think yeah. we've, uh, so anyhow. Yeah, them gummy bears are a, they're butthole warfare. If you haven't gathered that. All right. Can we open up the joke book? Oh, do you want a joke to? for the end? Do you have a joke? Sure. All right. This is, uh, this is something. <laughs> Why did the Cyclops have to close his school? Um, uh. okay. I know. I yeah? know the answer already. What is it? He didn't have enough pupils. Because he only had one pupil. Ah, well, hey, I'm <laughs> counting that as a, that's a, I got it right. I should have. It was a pupil sl- joke. I'm too the slow. Punchline was pupils. Give me another one. We'll just say uh, another one. Give the audience another one. 
Open a page. Why were there jumper cables hooked up to Betty's computer? Um. She asked her dad to restart it. Wow, that that's is terrible. That's not. Yeah, like of, I think it's like saying adults I can't did. use a computer because there's another this one that re- says, "What's the fastest re- way to crash a computer?" And the answer is, "Let an adult use it." So it's like a jab on old people and technology, wow, wow. I guess. I think we can end the show on that one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so we can end it. Oh, I'm gonna do. I gotta do a band plug. Yeah. Um, today's plug is gonna be for the Blackwater Fever. They're a Delta Blues band from from Australia, and uh, they I know they have an album called The Depths. Stingray. And they have another one called like Sweet Misery or something, and yeah, it's just Delta Blues rock. They're really cool. I like them. So check them out, or I will. Do you think kill your dog and throw it in the river? Do you think they call it Delta Blues? I I think so. Well, they call it like, well, Australian Sydney Delta. Yeah, it'd be like Cranberry Desert. It'd be desert rock because that's what like ninety percent of that fucking. Wouldn't you love is. to visit Australia? Probably. I would love. Except to for visit. the spiders, scorpions, snakes. Did I'm a ginger too, so like desert heat. Australia seems like Africa light. I heard Australians are really lazy. Like they admit to that. The people are lazy. Yeah. I don't know. I man. think like, I don't know. I, f- I feel like they like, like dangos. Africa is way more dangerous with like animals than Australia is. But Australia is still like really Fucking like South they have America's some pretty tough sh- nasty shit. Fuck that whole country. Like rainforest things though. Yeah. Well, South America's a lot of like Brazil. There's a show called Top Ten Deadliest Things Just in Brazil. And there's like there's don't Wait. touch don't touch caterpillars down there because there's caterpillars that will send you to the hospital and probably kill you. Yeah. That was on after weight. That's a dog. Yeah. All right, we're gonna end, I'm gonna end this so we can. Yeah.